my love you so much is not that relationship love you love you so much is to me i feel one with you love you so much here is in the process of feeling one with you i feel responsible for you i can empathize with you i can feel with you this love you so much is the ability to tell someone i understand this love you so much is your way of telling somebody i respect your emotions i respect the background from which you come this love you so much basically means you don't have to change for you to earn my love for you i love you as you are this love you so much basically tells you the other should come to your mind first even before you come to your mind this love you so much basically tells you even if your eyes cannot cry for the tears of the other it can at least feel with the tears of the other it can feel with the longing of the other it can feel with the craving of the other this is your way of telling the world at some stage of my life i have been there too i made those mistakes too i walked that path too the branch of consciousness from which you look at life at some stage of life i have also seen life from that branch of consciousness so i can understand it's not that relationship love you it's not that need it's not that necessity it's not that transaction you do this for me i will do this for you it's not based on a relationship this love you so much is my love for you is independent of you it has nothing to do with you without knowing you the love that i feel for you even if i know everything about you i'll still love you the same it will not be modified what you do and what you do not do will not alter my love for you and if what you do and what you do not do if alters that love then that's not love in the first place this love you so much is a reminder much more to me than to you the purpose of your life is not you it's them somebody out there in the world in some way will be completed in the way you give yourself to them that's what this love you so much is all about
Let's go into the evolution of human consciousness for us to understand this very subject, this very science of spirituality. Why spirituality? Why should I seek? What is this spiritual experience? What is the spiritual evolution? What is the spiritual alignment that I'm seeking? And based on this, all the subsequent sessions that we have, probably we'll have three more sessions after that, one in the night, one tomorrow morning, and one after your breakfast tomorrow before we sign off. We can inculcate a lot of processes into it, a lot of experiential experiences to it, based on this session. In the beginning, human intelligence had not evolved to the stage where he could comprehend death. All he could observe was somebody who was as functional as me till now has all of a sudden become horizontal. He has become non-functional. The body is still there, but it's no more functioning. Human intelligence had not evolved enough to comprehend death. So in observing this phenomena, he only realized there must be something that is present in the body, the presence of which made him function till now, the absence of which he has become non-functional. The bulb is still there, but it's not burning anymore. And earlier it was burning, which means something was flowing through the bulb that enabled it to burn, which has cut itself off, so it's not burning. But the bulb is still there. The body is still there. Something should have been there that enabled this body to function, which is no more there, and that is why the body is not functioning. He didn't know what it was. He could not perceive it through his senses. So he concluded... It must be formless. So he named it as the spiritual personality of an individual. Spirit, not meaning God, not meaning soul, not meaning Atman. Spirit basically means a formless presence. And how did he conclude it's a formless presence? He concluded it's a formless presence because he could not perceive it through his senses. If I can't see, if I can't hear, if I cannot touch, if I cannot smell, it must be formless. So the beginning of human evolution in terms of his consciousness was he concluded man must be a combination of this form and a formless presence in the presence of which the form functions in the absence of which it becomes non-functional. So the first conclusion on spiritual evolution of man is man must be a combination of physical personality and spiritual personality. But something very, very important happened. He made an assumption. The beginning of every invention and discovery is an assumption. You make an assumption and then you proceed in that direction. The only difference between discovery and invention is, in discovery, that which is already present, but you are not yet aware of, now you become aware of, you call it discovery. Gravity was always there. 
we became aware of it only through isaac newton so we called it newton discovered gravity discover it was covered with ignorance for all of us and he removed that cover and showed us that there is a phenomena like this we discovered the other planets in the solar system we discovered it takes 8 minutes for light to travel from the sun to earth it was always like this only now we became aware of in the language of cause and effect i'll put it this way whenever man observed an effect and found out the cause behind that effect it's called discovery invention is it did not exist till now and it was brought into existence it's called invention man discovered how human physiology functions invented the computer human physiology was always functional but he found out how it works desired that would it be nice if i have an equipment which can function like this and invented the computer again in the language of cause and effect whenever man desired an effect and created the cause to give him that effect it's called invention listen whenever man observed an effect and found out the cause behind it it's called discovery whenever man desired an effect and created a cause to give him that effect it's called invention man discovered how the birds fly desired he should also be able to fly like that and invented the aeroplane but the beginning of all discovery and invention is an assumption something must be there that is enabling the apple to fall down what is it there must be some phenomena which is enabling the birds to fly what is it so it must be possible for me to use certain alloys and create a structure like that of the hollow bones of a bird and propel it with certain forces by which i will be able to make a machine fly with an assumption he begins goes in the direction and finally finds out whatever he finds out so man made an assumption there must be something present in the body in the body not outside the body and hence he closed his eyes and began to observe the first step to introverted spirituality was the assumption something must be present in the body which is making this body function what is it to find out what is in the body he closed his eyes and began to observe himself all of you when you get initiated into meditation that is your first step too you close your eyes and begin to observe your inside not that you go into silence you get a lot of thoughts you get in fact unrelated thoughts in fact sometimes you get scared and open your eyes why such thoughts are coming to me but that is the beginning these thoughts were always there but you could not observe it and for the first time when you close your eyes you start observing them till now nothing has changed we will be discussing this phenomena of closing your eyes in great detail before i leave from here because it's one of the most important aspect of spirituality and spiritual experiences the ability to perceive with your eyes closed we'll discuss in great detail later but even now it does not change you come all the way when that moment of spiritual oneness happens 
Have you noticed your eyes automatically closes even if it's for one moment? In fact, you will travel from here miles towards that pilgrimage and eventually go and stand in front of the altar of that pilgrimage. And there as you stand, why did you go all the way from here? To feel that connect towards that altar of God. And finally when you go there, what do you do? You'll close your eyes. You could have done that in the house. You went all the way there. And finally what you'll do? You'll close your eyes. Somehow internally in your DNA itself, for me to have that spiritual experience, it is not going to happen through my senses. It's going to happen through the withdrawal of the senses. At that moment your eyes will close. Just out there in the amphitheater, from where it all began, you go there and you sit there in the amphitheater, you keep gazing there for some time, and when that moment comes, you will automatically close your eyes. And that is how it began for man. He closed his eyes and began to observe, and he observed something magnificent. He could feel that he could see a tree inside him, he could feel that he could hear a lion's roar within him, and he knows he's not big enough to hold a tree. He's not big enough to have a lion inside him. But then he realized. That is when he tripped upon the next personality within him. The mental personality. He realized. Through the five senses. This body is connected with the world outside. The body is referred to as a city with five gates. The five senses. I collect the form through the eyes. Sound through the ears. Smell through the nose. Taste through the tongue. And touch through the skin. An impression of this is formed within me. And those impressions are my thoughts. And the flow of those thoughts is my mind. So whatever I am seeing. Whatever I am hearing. Whatever I am smelling. Whatever I am tasting. Whatever I am feeling. They all become my thoughts. And the flow of these thoughts becomes my mind. The first step of his evolution is he realized. This form that he was defining as. Is a combination of physical personality, the gross, and subtler, the mental personality. Both of which are functional because of a formless presence, in the presence of which everything functions, in the absence of which nothing functions, the spiritual personality. So at that stage of human evolution, he concluded he is a combination of three different personalities, physical, mental, and spiritual. He continued to observe. He found there was a very strange experience within him. There are fruits that are hanging from the tree. I feel like plucking those fruits and having. My friend doesn't want to eat, eat those fruits. He moves away from those fruits. I hear a lion's roar. I take a spear and run in the direction of the lion in the forest. My friend runs inside. So why if the impression formed from what you hear from the world outside is the same in me and my friend, the responses have to be same, but the responses are not same. I try to avoid something and he tries to embrace something. That's when he realized there is another personality inside every man, which is his intellectual personality. The personality of discrimination. Something within you says, embrace this, avoid this. Something within you says, do this, don't do this. So at that stage he concluded, man is a combination of physical, mental, intellectual, the discriminative personality, and all the three, I don't know what makes them function. So he concluded, spiritual personality. Is it because the session is deep, you're all looking like this, or it's the after effect of lunch? 
okay because you all already look and somehow when you are a seeker for so many years now you train yourself to such perfection it's difficult to find out whether you are meditating or sleeping <laughs> but the session is deep and i will not in to a large extent i won't bring any humor in the session because i want to maintain the depth of this session the session in search of something that we all keep searching so i may not intercept it with a lot of humor so you have to make up and you have to keep awake and you have to absorb the entire session but this through another question in man what is causing discrimination what is facilitating this discrimination and that's when he realized there is an emotional personality inside man and all his emotions can be broadly categorized into pain and pleasure the inherent law of life is whatever you perceive as pain you tend to avoid whatever you perceive as pleasure you tend to embrace a classic example is let's go back to this waking up and getting up we were discussing though intellectually you realize that you need to take care of your health though intellectually you realize now that the diabetes has come it will not go away so you need to keep maintaining at that level for which you need your morning walk you need your morning yoga now that the blood pressure is high medicine alone will not be enough you need that exercise now the diabetes and blood pressure has not yet come and if it should not come you have to exercise otherwise it will come so whichever way if your body had a voice and this is what your body would have told you hey master of this body if you can take care of me one hour a day i will take care of you for 23 hours a day the design of the body itself is such it can take care of you but it cannot take care of itself so if you can give 10 minutes to the legs if you can give 10 minutes to your upper body if you can give 10 minutes to your cardiovascular system if you can give 10 minutes for your back and if you can give 10 minutes for your breathing if you can just invest that 60 minutes on a daily basis and any businessman will understand if there is a system where morning you give 1 rupee by evening they'll return 23 rupees you'll invest or not and that is exactly what your body is telling you give 1 hour a day to me and i will in turn take care of you 23 hours a day it's mere prudence that you should do it in fact nobody should be telling you so many times take care of your health take care of your health because if you don't take care of your health you not only become a nuisance unto yourself for no fault of theirs you become a nuisance unto everybody else because for you inside the icu with all plumbing system around you in good ac with lot of sedative happily you will be lying down your caretaker outside the icu has to sit like this for four days not knowing whether you will come or not and one of the expressions of love is that i should never be a nuisance to anybody i should never consume the world because i am indisciplined why should anybody out there know your children are 22 and 23 zest with life full of enthusiasm when they should be going and exploring life if you don't take care of your health they have to stay back taking care of you your children will get married and the young daughter in law the young son in law 
and they should be living a life of love and togetherness and instead from the day one the daughter-in-law comes she is the nurse in the house she has to take care of those oldies who never took care of their sons there is no excuse for living an indisciplined life and some of allowing this body to deteriorate and become a perpetual nuisance to the world outside one of the first service you do to the world is to maintain your body in such a way that you will not consume the world for your ill health and this is what your body will tell you all your life you will give all your health to earn all your wealth only to realize in the end all your wealth will not give you back your health one hour a day to the body everybody understands but internally the programming is for many of you what is exercise pain in capital letters bold and what is sleep to you jannat <laughs> heavenly so doesn't matter how much you intellectually understand when that wake up call is ringing i don't call it alarm because i don't know why the beginning of the day should be alarm <laughs> what fire engine or what alarm <laughs> no wonder we wake up like that it's a wake up call it's telling you a time will come in your life permanently you will sleep <laughs> inside the womb of the mother you were sleeping in the tomb you will keep sleeping in between ujja beta <laughs> have some life so it's a wake up call but when it rings because the internal association to exercise is pain an internal association to not exercising and sleeping is pleasure the inherent law of life being you will avoid what you see as pain you will embrace what you see as pleasure you go off to sleep every time i share this people later come and tell me thank you rajan till now i thought not able to get up was my fault now i feel design itself is like that <laughs> <laughs> then how he is able to exercise on a regular basis he has associated a lot of pleasure to his exercise he has associated a lot of pleasure to being in the seat of meditation he has associated a lot of pleasure to reading early morning and contemplating on what he has read there was a time you associated pleasure to smoking then when you reach the stage where you assign pleasure to taking care of your health automatically the other fell down in fact one of the reason we struggle with getting children to study especially those ashram is full of those little ones and one of the reason they struggle to study is see for them playing is a very pleasurable experience and somehow studies is a very painful experience not because studies is bad some of most of us don't know how to teach pleasurably for some reason we make teaching and learning such a painful experience see that child is full of distraction full of life full of energy so when you give him a grid notebook and ask him to put one 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 everywhere in the notebook creativity of the child he wonders kyu itna one dalna hai one pura one he puts in the notebook now that is creativity but normally a mother's response to that is how how can you do what Ram Ramya 
If you are like this, you will also become like your father only. <laughs> now the child is doing homework, 2 plus 2, 4, 2 plus 3, 5, 2 plus 4, 6. Mommy, you know, today what happened in Popeye? And the mother says, when you are studying, how your mind will go to Popeye? What the child is right now doing, Gita Yagna or what? Simple arithmetic here. And to the child, this is what he sees. Mommy who is so loving, so affectionate. Why when I take the book, Then her body language changes, her eyes changes, her tone changes. Otherwise she is okay. After the book goes back, again she is very loving, again she is very affectionate. Only when that book comes, some spirit comes to her. Now somehow for the child right now, book is why mommy becomes like that. So the child starts associating pain to the books. Doesn't want to study. Rajan, why are you discussing only mothers here? Oh, dads can never teach. Dads are mere consultants. That's all. <laughs> As you are teaching, when they are going past you, they'll say, Utna chillav mat. And they will go. That's all. Okay. In fact, two days if you tell a dad, teach the child, dad will say, this is not IAS. He need not study and he'll go. Man will escape from coming to the home only. Men can't teach. They don't have the temperament to teach. Because mothers are their children at least study up to that stage. If from the beginning dads only have to teach, in fact straight away they'll tell the children, Beta sab chodke ashram It is not studies. It is the way we administrate studies, which becomes very painful. That is why I told you, I'm so happy that here there is so much of happy spirituality. It's not something, there's happiness everywhere in the air and also spiritual growth. You found pleasurable ways by which you can embrace the higher states of life. So he realized somewhere experientially or through observation, we have associated pain and pleasure to so many of these experiences and whatever is internally associated. So in tasting that fruit, I have somehow associated pleasure to it. So in future also, I want to eat the fruit. He somehow have associated pain to that fruit. So in future also, he wants to avoid the fruit. So he realized that there is an emotional programming inside each one of us, depending on the environment in which we have grown. That is why what her likes and dislikes are will be very different from the likes and dislikes of her. That is why your likes and dislikes are very, very different from his passions and what he resists. But man realized in this entire process, you are a combination of physical, mental, intellectual, emotional, and I don't know what makes all of this function. There is a presence in the presence of which everything functions, in the absence of which nothing functions. So he called it the spiritual personality. Just watch the entire sequence. This body is in contact with the world outside through the five senses, through which I receive the inputs. 
the impression of which becomes my mind, on which the intellect discriminates, guided by my emotions of pain and pleasure, all of which function in the presence of that formless source, in the presence of which everything functions, in the absence of which nothing functions. So he realized man is a composition of five different personalities and your growth is complete only when you grow in all the five dimensions of your life. Any dimension of your life which you ignore, maybe you really take care of your health, but you do not take care of your mental development. In the context of what little we have shared with each other, you have not taken care of your subconscious development. Mentally you are weak. You take care of your physical development, mental development, but emotionally you are a wreck. Half the time you are lost in the negative sway of emotions. So easily you can be worked up. So easily you can be provoked. So easily you can get agitated. Just a vehicle behind you has to honk twice. <laughs> That's all. Tsunami, Valkano, everything comes inside. Just somebody has to honk twice. Just you have to ring the doorbell. And the door did not open when you wanted it to open. She's somewhere there in the loo. It'll take some time for her to come and... Tung, 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 three more times it'll go there. If she could open it, she would have opened it in the first bell itself. We get angry at a mobile. We dial somebody's number and we get this... Pick up. Pick whom you're telling. <laughs> Somewhere out there in Bangalore, a cricket match is going on and a fielder drops the catch. And he will drop the catch. You can't help it because the name of that position itself is slip. So he will live worthy of that name. He will slip. And here somewhere in your home, you get upset about it. 